0: Jordan is on best. Harper's on middle. McKee gets it in the middle. They play together, they believe. Um, if there's Levert, it's cold. Levert, back in. Speed. Oh, he's a one-man wrecking crew! Holiday. shot clock down to six, finds warm.
1: Welcome to another edition of the Indie Cornroast Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Schindler. As always, I'm joined by my co-host Tom Lewis. Before we dive in today, if you've not already, please be sure to rate and review us over on Apple Podcasts. It always helps us out. We we want to hear from you. Uh secondly, thank you to everyone who listened to our podcast yesterday. Uh, we just surpassed. I think that was our most listened podcast of all time. Um, <laughs> pretty cool. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, Tom, how are you doing today?
0: Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I guess it is officially Friday for us. So, um, it is, yeah. Welcome to the week. Let's go. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah we're uh, one game short. If you are unaware, uh, the game against Phoenix got canceled on Saturday due to well, postponed, I guess, would be the way to put it uh, due to contact tracing. Yeah. Um, so that will not be happening. As far as we're aware, the game against the Clippers on Sunday will be happening. Uh, but tonight, the Pacers uh, extended their their early season success out to an eight and four uh, record. So pretty positive. I just said oh like seven times. I guess that's where we're at when it's twelve thirty <laughs> six the morning. But uh, do, what were your kind of initial takeaways right away?
0: Yeah, I mean it's just nice to win in Portland. That was the um, you know, they lost the last eleven dating back to uh, yeah two thousand seven. Last time we won two thousand seven. Yeah.
1: Last time we saw the Pacers Crazy. win in Portland, I was ten years old, so it's been a while.
0: Ah, nice. Yeah, I think Mark Montif had a good tweet. <laughs> you know, it was like Granger had a big game, Jamal Tinsley, you know, it was it was a while ago.
1: Very so, telling um, of the times,
0: yeah. Yeah, so but I mean I like the way they came out and I mean the first half Miles Turner put up was just eye opening. Um and just so active at both ends and and playing with confidence. He kind of, I don't know, second half, I don't know if he was a little worn out or what, you know, he just passed up some shots in the second half. Um, I think maybe he's losing a little bit of confidence, that three-point shot, but regardless, I mean, he was a huge factor um, in that game uh, in the the first half and, and the bench also, you know, Getting, getting McConnell back here, back in, fully rested, and and you know doing his pesky stuff. They had plenty of energy with that second unit, and and you know like a few games early in the season, you saw him um, just wear teams out with that depth and and energy. And so it was it was good to get them, and and, and also you know with, with Portland on the back to back, putting that kind of pressure on them early um, really helped because you know, at some point they. You know, they get that three ball going and, and they try to make a little run in the third. But, uh, you know, overall quality effort on the road. And, and now, you know, they're, they're guaranteed a split coming out.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think the first thing I have to mention, uh, unfortunately for Portland, Yusuf Nurkic is uh, going to be out for some yeah. time. Uh, broke his well, fractured his wrist. Uh, couldn't really, really see a lot in the in the video, but he immediately went back to the locker room. And Sham Sharani reported that from the athletic um, Jeff Stotts, who is one of the best injury analysts in sports, uh, tweeted out that it's probably going to be 32 games with surgery, uh, 16 mm. around average, 16 without surgery. So that's a pretty big loss for Portland, uh, just considering that their center depth is Ennis Cantor and Harry Giles. Uh, so yeah, uh, they definitely were. feel for them, especially because he's coming off of. 12. <laughs> yeah, he was he missed almost all of last year as well, uh, played in the bubble. So tough for them. Uh, in more positive news, TJ McConnell returned to the court tonight uh, wearing the dad shirt, which was kind of cool. It was, uh, he was I, – I tweeted this out during the game. I feel like he just has, like, some kind of Red Bull IV, you know, on the sidelines or something. Yeah, so, I mean – His energy is just ridiculous. Incredible. Yeah,
0: yeah and ASS and, and those free steals just always seem to lead the buckets and lead the, lead the good things, and, and, you know, we – You get the holidays out there and everybody's running around and um it just puts pressure on on the other team and um you're right it's 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 hard to explain the the impact um but you you see it you you feel it kind of you know and and that's uh it was neat to have him back in the mix again and you know it was like okay we got we got all the parts right now moving in the right direction and uh waiting for some of those. those bigger pieces to get uh, healthy and or actually traded and yeah. back in the lineup. So
1: <laughs> yes, all definitely. of a sudden,
0: you know, we at that, that depth of really good players again.
1: Yes, I agree. Um definitely eager to see Karis uh, come on over. Um, it's crazy that that was just yesterday. I'm thinking about that right now. Oh, uh, that was yesterday. It feels like days ago. Um, just given how much has gone on, but you know, I think, like you mentioned with miles already, I thought miles played a fantastic game. today. I agree. He kind of faded a little bit in the second. He was still active. I, I still thought it was pretty good, yeah. but just in that second quarter, I mean, the Pacers held, uh, oh, yeah. it was tied at the end of the first coming into the second and the Pacers held the fourth best offense in the league, which will drop after scoring less than a hundred points today, um, to a 10 point quarter. Uh, it, they were just that, that second quarter was fantastic. And I, Again, it was a team effort, but so much of that was what Miles was doing. I mean, he was just fantastic. Yeah. Um, I think as good as he was as a defensive player the last couple of years, even, you know, I think he came in fifth for defensive player of the year in 1819. Uh, um, this is the best defensive season that he's ever had uh, through 10, 12 games, I should say. Um, he's just playing out of his mind on that. And, and offensively, I, I think I'm writing a piece on this that will be out either tomorrow or the next day, um, on how his game has changed offensively and, and why it's just as big as his defense. And I mean, we saw that tonight, he put yeah. the ball on the floor more tonight than I think he yeah. did through in like he, then he would do in like a 10 or 11 game stretch last year. Um, it's impressive. Absolutely. You know, I, I think yeah. I agree too. There were a couple times where he put it on the floor. I was like, oh man, dude, you're open, just shoot it. And there were a couple times too, like you were mentioning, I think he uh like when he got a little I don't want to say he got cute, but yeah, he got a little cute passing it to Sumner on the swing pass was it was like, dude, you're wide open. Like, no, that's the shot you gotta take. Um, I, I get one yeah. get Sumner yeah. going, but that was the one he was at the I think it was top of the uh, like top of the key past the sumner yeah. in the corner. Yep. But um no, regardless, I thought Miles was was great. And even on the offensive glass, like I don't I don't think the percentages are any different, but it feels like he's a lot more decisive uh and active on the offensive glass. And uh we saw that in the game against uh, Golden State in the game tonight too, just the last yep. whole stretch of games. Um can't talk enough about how well he's playing.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean he's getting some rebounds out of space and definitely I agree he's he shows up more on the offensive. Goal. I mean, he just shows up more rebounding. Um, he just shows up more. Period. You know, that's what I think you is want. The way to put it. <laughs> yeah, you know, seven, eight rebounds a night is great. But you know, like tonight at ten, and and you get those four blocks, and he's just such a factor in there. I mean, that allows that defense to you know go out and pressure and trap Little and McCollum in in the first half, and and um, you know make them make them uncomfortable and disruptive, I guess is Bjorken's word but um it it was definitely good to see that that defense get back locked down again after another um you know two games in a row now so we'll see if it can uh, rise to the challenge of the of the clips, but um at least they they'll have some <laughs> an, an extra day to rest and uh, should be able to give them all they have. Yeah,
1: well, I think, yeah, just to get one more highlight in on Miles, I mean, so like you're mentioning, the one play that stuck out to me, I think I'll clip this tomorrow and put it out on Twitter. Um, But he, uh, I totally blanked. He hedged uh, at the top of the key uh, with, I don't remember, I think it was was either with Malcolm or Sumner on Damian Lillard. Lillard passed it out to uh, Nurkic, who I think Domas kind of let get out uh, Mm -hmm. a little bit. Uh, and Miles was able to rotate back and block the shot. Like, I mean, there are like three or four guys in the league who can do that right now. Uh, it was just tremendous play. Um, next guy I want to talk about is Domas. Uh, played another fantastic game tonight. He was giving Nurk the work before uh, he, he went down with injury. <laughs> and, oh, uh, man, he just threw Harry Giles into the stands every time that oh, they went to yeah, the post, was- it felt like um, – finished with 23 15 and five like it's it's kind of wild like you look at it's a bonus and he's finishing with these stat lines nightly and it just it, you hardly even notice it which is i mean that's not meant as a detriment to him like you're just so accustomed yeah. to seeing him be that active um just a force you know yet again i thought he played pretty solid defense tonight too um but the one thing i do have that i like you mentioned uh, miles passing up threes that's kind of been the thing with domas he, he missed his ninth and tenth three tonight I believe now yeah um, in a row and he's really hesitating on <laughs> them and I think that's it's more problematic that he hesitates on them than he that he misses them because uh, we see you know yeah like we saw with miles for the last three or four years the record scratching is almost worse than him not even than than him just like you know <laughs> even taking the shot um so I, where are you kind of at with that yeah
0: yeah I mean you know, Honestly, I'm not, I don't mind if he's, he passes him up for something better. I mean, if he's, you know, he, he's just not a great three point shooter. Um, but with the way they're playing, when you get that shot, you got to take it. Yeah, hit. exactly. And like he said, it seemed like at least when he was taking it real early in the year that it was just like, he said, this is what we do. And he was in rhythm yeah. and he would shoot it. And now it seems like there's just a, a beat of, should I shoot it? Maybe, I don't know. You know, I mean, it just looks like that. So, but I mean, honestly, that, that the three point shooting is kind of a, you know, a hidden story with this team because it really, you know, for the most part has been poor overall, you know, Um, and they're playing great regardless. (laughs) Um, So, you know, and maybe it, you know, that's, that's part of it is you're spreading the floor, you're spreading the defense, make or miss, you know, they got 13 offensive rebounds today, and and um, they did get plenty. You know, spread on the floor. You got to take those shots to open up in the middle, and and they got you know, they're in the mid 40s. You know, shots at the rim. So, um, that and that's where you you're saying, okay, well, you you got at least, you know, if the plan is we're gonna shoot it when we're open, let it rip. And you know, that Miles, both Miles and and Domas are. Um, you're gonna have to do that. And obviously, I think the defenses will probably be wanting to, them to on some level. And so, uh, when you're open and you're missing them, I mean, that's, it's tough to get over that that little middle hump. But um, you know, it it is something that with this team, if they can get just shooting, you know, at a average to decent clip from three again consistently, uh, man, it, it, it's just another. Um, way that they're gonna be able to uh, attack teams and, and and uh succeed. So um but yeah Domas overall I mean who else I've got to mention that. Me uh he banged me with, with Oh with that was Dirk, a little frightening uh, for a sec. Dave Jones. And I was like, okay they just banged me in banged me, and then you see the replay and it's like, ooh, it look like fixed yes. a, a little bit. And I'm like, oh my God, just bubble wrap them, send them away but of course he like takes a few painful steps and then he's like, give me the ball and finish the game. So I'm just going sure to assume he didn't, you know, finish the game on a total ACL. So, um, yeah, that, but, but that was scary because it was just, also right after Nurk went out and you're like, you know, things are going well for the Pacers regardless. And, you know, we got these guys who are coming in and let's get everything going. We don't need to lose the bonus at
1: this point. Yeah, I agree. I remember uh, just looking at that, right. I was like, Oh crap. Like um, that, that yeah. was my first thought too. Nate came out uh, to court uh, when he was walking out and I was like, okay, just pull him, just pull him. I don't care. You know, you're up <laughs> 15 right now. It doesn't matter. Like I, I think you just pull him, but I mean, he wanted to go. He, he did. Uh, can hopefully things, uh, not, it doesn't like he doesn't have to sit out for having some kind of bone bruise or something yeah. on the next day, um, but it seemed like he was okay. It didn't seem to really be hampering him too much uh, yeah. as the game went on. Uh, you know, we're gonna take a quick break before we come back and, and close out on our second segment. Welcome back to the New Roast Podcast. Uh, so, Tom, we gotta talk about Edmund Sumner. Second game, getting a start. And I thought he was yes. fantastic tonight. The stat line's not anything crazy. Um, wasn't super efficient from the field, but he did some things that I thought were really nice, particularly uh, defensively on Damian Lillard. Um, he was a little bit over aggressive at points, but I think that's part of, you know, that's just part of the game you get from Edmond. Uh, but then also, I mean, was fantastic in transition and driving to the rim. He had a couple of drives, like that's what's really stuck out to me about him so far that 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 isn't defense this year. Um, So many of those drives that he would get to the rim last year ended up in these crazy layups that would just be way off. Um, And now he's finishing Mm -hmm. really well at the rim. He just seems a lot more confident going there. Um, So that's been impressive. Um, I I think the play that encapsulates it for me is when – like this is the Edmund Sumner experience is when he shot the gap and totally stole the ball when they were on the right side of the court, brought it all the way down, and almost – dribble out of bounds because he couldn't get the ball in time because he was going <laughs> yeah. so fast. And then it ended up being a, you know, transition bucket the other way on a four on five, I mean, five on four, um, which I don't blame Ed for that. That's more of a, just, you know, happens, but regardless, I just think he brings a lot of energy and plays really well. I, mean, I think he finished with 19 minutes tonight, um, which is an, another thing you see a nine and a half man rotation. Jakar Sampson played uh, 12 minutes. So if you cut out, you know, the two minutes of garbage time, uh, I don't know, I think we're getting a little bit less concerned about the minutes now that we're uh, – the, the bench really got run yeah. and we're starting to see that the, the trust is kind of developing with them, which has been good.
0: Yeah, and, I, you know, uh, when uh, you know, we're talking about TJ Warren coming back or uh, waiting for TJ one to come back, but when, you know, assuming Karis LeVert hops in that starting lineup in Vic spot, you know, I, Sumner makes a lot of sense staying in there in that kind of Aaron holiday role and getting Justin back with the second unit. Um, just because, I mean, he's, his defense has been great on these guards. Um, just having, having that length out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, he's in that role where you're not going to expect them to do much offensively, but if they don't pay me attention. He's going to, he's going to be at the rim in a second. So, um, Yeah, I mean, you got to love the the fact he's getting that opportunity. And he has, he's been a a positive factor out there for him. Um, With whatever group he's been, he's been with a bunch of different kind of groups in there. And, um, you know, he shows up when he's out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, Aaron continues to look really good. Again, I I don't have his numbers up right in front of me. But I just felt like he played a really good game tonight. continues to just a lot
0: more comfortable. Yeah. Yes,
1: exactly. Uh, he, I mean, he was driving to the rim a bunch and he had a couple of nice finishes on the inside. He's seeking contact, which makes me so happy because that, as you know, as well, I mean, that used to, until the bubble this, this, this past year, um, that was just not a thing for him. He was often taking floaters or just, um, settling mm-hmm. for some kind of difficult contested shots or passing out and, um, seeking contact, which is awesome. Uh, I think, you know, he made some nice passes as well continues to play really solid defense. Um, it, it, Jay Michael tweeted it out, and it, it was, I felt the exact same way. He's like, I have no idea what it is, but Aaron Holiday just is a completely different player coming off the bench. Um, and it's a little bit unfortunate for his starting prospects in the future, um, but overall, I mean, it, yeah. the way that the bench is playing now is just great. Um, I, I really can't find any fault. Well, I mean, I'm sure you can find some fault with it, but it's promising. I'm interested to see too. I mean, you, you, like you're mentioning with all these guys coming back, with how they're playing right now, like it's uh, it's weird to think about. Okay, well, how does how does adding Karis Levert to this impact it? Because he'll be theoretically could be there uh, on Sunday. It doesn't seem super likely considering that it's not official yet. I'm assuming it'll be official tomorrow. Maybe I think the only. Uh, I think so. yeah, I, I'm thinking it's probably due to physicals, uh, still being done or, or, getting through, uh, all the medical stuff, um, just to make sure yeah. that it goes through properly. Um, but regardless, it should happen soon. I, I, so I know there are people like freaking out about it. It's not worth freaking out about. It's just, it takes time sometimes. Um, especially when it's two guys who have complex medical histories. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, it takes absolutely. a second to
1: get those trades done. Um, yeah last thing I really want to talk about before we get out of here is Malcolm Brogdon, um, finished with 25, five and seven tonight. It was ridiculously efficient from the four, uh, continues to just play amazing basketball on both ends. I thought his defense was really solid. He like stripped Damon CJ three or four times tonight. Um, just played really smart positional defense. I think he finished with 37 minutes, which is somehow like the lowest of the last week and a half of basketball, but small victories. Um, I just can't sing enough of the praises of of Malcolm Brogdon. And one of my friends put it out on the timeline today, uh, you know, like dot, dot, dot is Malcolm Brogdon all NBA. And I, I, I mean, before I posit it to you, I mean, I think yes, so far through the season, it's, it's a big enough sample size where you can look at and say, Hey, this guy is, is just playing incredible basketball. He's almost, um, he's pretty close to 50, 40, 90 from the field. I think it's 48, uh, 45, 89 somewhere right around there. Um, and his assist to turnover ratio is ridiculous right now. I think it's like just about seven to one and a half. Yeah. Um, unbelievable. He's just been fantastic this year. Um, I, I think as good as Domas has been, I think Malcolm's probably been the best player for the Pacers this year.
0: Yeah, I mean Domas has definitely gotten more attention. I think because of some of the big, big numbers he put up in a, a couple of games, but through every game. It seems like Brockton is just there. And I mean, he's so stoic, you know, no matter what's going on, no matter what he's doing. Um, he, he just goes about his business just, um, just playing ball. But man, he has, he's gotten all the, um, you know, his, his hesitations and, you know, his little giddy ups with the ball and, and, um, you know, keeping the defense up balance, keeping quicker guys up balance and then just getting by him, getting to the rim. Um, I know, you know, in preseason and, and kind of from last year it was like, man, he's been struggling at the rim, but overall, I mean, he's been just killing people, uh, getting to the rim and creating offense. And, you know, even tonight he comes out, hits the early three pointers to get the get the game going. And um, it's just like, okay, here he is. He showed up again, ready to go, and um, and lead. And and now, I mean, the dynamic without Victor around is obvious. I mean, I don't think he he it bothered him. He's going to lead how he's going to lead, you know. But I think now it's like, you know, he is going he is that voice, you know, and being the leader on on the uh, court in the locker room and um, you know, it it's just Im- impressive to see that he's playing at such a high level. I know he was like a finalist for player of the week last week. And I mean, he's got to be in that discussion again as we're going ahead here. Um, obviously, we won't have a game in Phoenix, but, um, it, you know, he, he's going to get that one of these times um, at this rate. And yeah, he definitely is playing. Um, you look across the league um, it, at, um, guys who are doing it consistently. He's, he's among the elite right now. And, um, you know, not a flashy, you know, quote, unquote, superstar flashy guy, but he's putting up superstar type impact for the Pacers. So, um, yeah, it's going to be fun to see how he, you know, kind of incorporates Karis. you know, that's going to be requires some leadership as well. Um, uh, bringing a guy like that in. So, um, looking forward to everything he has to offer this year
1: yeah no I, I i totally agree so just to put his official numbers out right now uh shooting 47 and a half percent from the field 45 percent from three on seven a game 87 and a half percent at the line and his numbers are 22 and a half points four rebounds seven and a half assists 1.6 turnovers um that's ridiculous i think that's you look at just looking at the stat line and, and including the impact play paces are playing well you extrapolate this to a whole season that's that's all nba and again that's a lot to ask That's yeah. uh but regardless it's such a promising start um yeah it, it, it's it's pretty damn cool to witness this team is fun this team is just fun they're they're a fun basketball team um yeah
0: you have anything else you want to add before we're out of here tom um, no, I guess I could have one more thing that's bugging me. I mean, I don't, I don't like the complaint about the rest, but Sabobus is getting killed, man. Oh, yes. Uh, mean. Nate Yorker was getting tested I mean, about it's it. Constant. They had the one I I wish I could just a clip the, They showed the replay, and I mean, literally just got hammered across the upper arm, you know, and they just swallowed the whistle on him. Um, and I understand in a, in a blowout game, but god dang, that guy is. He um, just takes some abuse in there. (laughs) I guess we're just going to be saying it all year because, I mean, he delivers the blows too. Don't get me wrong. But um, he he doesn't shy away from the contact. But, man, he, he, you know, when when he's missing a shot half the time, it's because he's getting hammered. So, um, you know, down there around the rim. But other than that, I can't complain about anything right now. I'm looking forward to it how you know, we're doing in L.A. Yeah, well,
1: hopefully that will uh, that will change course, but it does not, not seem likely from everything that we're seeing so far. But
0: sounds nice, Tom.
1: Easy. Yeah, well, this yeah. was enjoyable, as always, to talk some hoops. Uh, to everyone listening, thank you for listening. Uh, we will be back. Uh, I'm not sure if we will have a game preview before the Clippers game. Uh, I still might set something up. Just depends on how the weekend goes. Uh, regardless, we will be at you right after the Clippers game. We have a lot of stuff coming up, articles coming out, a lot of things to look forward to. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening.